It's Saturday at 6. It's time for your weekly music and entertainment fix. Backstage with Sinead Nivorda. With all the best music, interviews and live sessions. Live from the Radio Nova Studios in the Dublin Docklands. Hello and welcome to the show. Happy Saturday. I hope you've been having a great weekend so far. I'm Shanae Vorda and I will be bringing you backstage with some of your favourite artists and introducing you to some amazing music. Joining me backstage very shortly will be Christy Dignam of Aslan. What an absolute legend of a man. So you'll be talking about how passionate the band are, how they strive to create something that's relevant today. Also talking to me today will be Chris Bayo. He is the bass player with Vampire Weekend and he's going to be performing in the Workman's Club on Monday for a solo show. I'll have new music from another great New York band by the name of Parquet Courts. And in the live room are De Laurentos and The Minutes. They actually teamed up to record an impressive acoustic cover of a Lizzie song for Morning Glory. So that deserves another airing for sure. Backstage on Radio Nova. So before Chrissy joins me on the show, let's take some music from Aslan now, shall we? Originally released as a demo single back in 1986, this one actually reached the second position in the charts. This is from Aslan on Nova.
Love that one from Aslan. This is Anova. Aslan formed in 1982 and have been a much-loved band ever since. They've released six studio albums. Their most recent album, Nudie Books and Frenchies, released in 2012, reached number one in the Irish Albums Chart. The band picked up the Best Irish Band Award at the Meteors in 2008 and before that were awarded the Lifetime Achievement Award at the Meteors in 2005. Aslan performed Vicar Street to a packed, sold-out gig on the 27th of December and so added another date on the 2nd of January due to popular demand. Now Aslan and MCD are pleased to announce the return of their regular St. Patrick's gig on March 16th in Dublin's Olympia Theatre. And ahead of the gig, Christy Dignam joins me on the line. Christy, thank you so much for taking the time to speak with me today. Now we spoke earlier, it was actually just after the sad passing of David Bowie and you'd expressed your devastation you know, over the loss of such a wonderful artist. And you know, I'm just wondering, how is your health at the moment, if you don't mind me asking? The condition I have is called amyloidosis and there's no cure for it, you know, it's it's an incurable condition. So what you can do is with with, with the with treatment and chemotherapy and stuff, uh, my my, my um, bone marrow produces a negative protein, you know. Mm. So with, with, the, with the chemo that you can kind of put, you can stop it and manage it, you know. Mm. But that that will kind of stop it. You kind of get a hiatus of maybe four years, it'll stop producing for and then it'll start producing again. You have to go through the whole chemotherapy thing again. Oh, God, so at the you. moment, I'm kind of two and a half years into that four-year period. Wow. So, I, I mean, it's not definitely four years. It could be three years. It could be six years. You know, it's on average, it's, it's kind of four years. So you're kind of on, you're on a time clock, really, which is, is weird. So you, it, it, it tends to make you appreciate things more and kind of enjoy everything. Like even we, we did Vicar Street a couple of weeks ago, and you know you're kind of playing the gigs and you're playing them like they're your last gig, you know, just because they could be, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. Because once the thing strikes, you know, because because the chemotherapy, uh, uh, I responded well to it the first time, the last time I got it doesn't necessarily mean I'll respond to it again. You know, I could I could be immune to that chemo now this time. We don't know. So you're kind of living living day to day, you know. Really. Oh, Christy, you're such an amazing man. Do you know that? Nah. Yeah, I've got tears in my eyes just just listening to this. Like, you know, you've got such a real devoted fan base. You know, they love you and we love you and you're, you're held in such high regard. So really all of our thoughts are, are with you. I really hope you get over this. Thank God it's something that, that can be treated and hopefully after these three or four years you'll be on the straight and narrow. But I couldn't imagine yeah. how, how difficult it can be with trying to keep going because you're still playing all the gigs, which is absolutely amazing. And obviously the big gig yeah. coming up now is the one on March 16th, the, the St. Patrick's one in the Olympia. So, yeah. Yeah. It's funny because we had that gig um, when I first got diagnosed. I got diagnosed in February three years ago. So we, we had the, the Olympia booked because we did it. There's two gigs that we do kind of every year. They're almost tradition whereas And one is the 27th in Vicar Street of December and the other one was the 16th of March in the Olympia. Yeah. So we'd kind of booked the Olympia three years ago. Oh, wow. And then I got diagnosed in February, so we had to cancel the gig because I was rushed into hospital and stuff. Yeah. So this is the first kind of proper gig back for that, you know, to, 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 to get back onto that track again. So I'm really looking forward to it, you know. Oh, congratulations. So we used to do the midnight at the Olympia years ago. It's probably before your time. Oh, I, I remember them actually. I don't yeah. know if I, I. I remember when they were on. I, I might, might have been too young to maybe go to them. Yeah. And then. Well, that's, uh, that's when I started playing the Olympia, you know. So it's, it's always the Olympia. 
kind of always holds a special place in my heart. You know? I can imagine. Oh man, I mean, it's such a, a great time. I was chatting to Steve Wall from The Stunning before and he was oh, yeah. talking about all the great venues and all the brilliant bands that were all around the time, uh, the Golden Horde yeah. and uh, oh, he, he named so many different different uh, great yeah, bands and different venues. And and World, and was blue in heaven. Was loads. It was a great time. When we, around there in the late 80s, beginning of the 90s, it was a brilliant time for music because then we'd come through like a recession similar to what we've just been through yeah. but there was no work for anybody so when people when there's no work you know people kind of forgive you for going into a, into a garage and just you know playing and you know rehearsing five days a week and stuff because there's no work anyway so yeah. no, you can't go looking for a job so it was a great time for music yeah yeah, I can imagine that. And I, I do want to talk a bit more about this as there's been such an abundance, um, uh, you know, and, and such a positive turnaround born out of the recent recession, which has fed into that, into the creative community today. So I just want to play uh, another song though from Aslan. So I'll be back to you in a moment, Christy. And now I love this one as well. Originally by the Rolling Stones and featured on their 73 album, Goat's Head Soup. This is Aslan with their wonderful and convincing take on Angie. This is Nova.
Music from Aslan on Nova. Great cover of the Stone song. And you get Shanae Vorda with you. And you're also with Chrissy Dignam. Now, Chrissy, just coming back to what you were saying about the recession in the 80s and how it led to a creative period and how it was such a great time for music. I felt that this time around, you know, with the recession, it really did lead to increased creativity and also increased community. And that sense of community and sense of awareness with people, you know, they really just came together and looked out for each other a bit more. Yes, I think so. You know, it's yeah. kind of... You know, it's it's an us and them kind of thing, you know. And people, I think, people appreciate when you when you try and do something innovative, you know, try and step off the track and try and do something different. I think some people respect that, you know, and, mm. and appreciate it, and they, and they give the lender support with them, you know. And that's it's that kind of support that that's kept us going over the years, you know, because without, I mean, we could we could be the the best band in the world, you know, but if, if people don't. If you don't have that community that you're talking about, that kind of support, you know, that you wouldn't be able to do it, you know. And we, I find with the gigs, we have the, the fan base we have is a strange fan base. Like we, the, the, the Vicar Street gigs, you've got kids kind of 17, 16, 17 at the front of the stage. And then right back, you've got people 60 years of age at the gigs, you know, right through. It's, it's really, really strange, you know. It's brilliant. And I, I don't know how that occurs, you know, because. You know, most bands have just just got to go for one demographic, you know. But for some reason, we, we seem to be able to cross the, the, the lines of that, you know. Absolutely, Christy. And that's something I was going to ask you about, because it is such a difficult task to try and keep, like, a band going through the years, you know, amidst the changes in the industry, changes in trends, changes with technology. But you've always kept the fire alive, and you appeal to so many cross-genres. And, um, like, creativity has always been gold with you guys. And even looking back on, on your history, I mean, um, your number one, the first Number one was your debut album in 1988, right, right? Yeah, right up to the, the recent one in 2012, um, yeah. went, went to number one as well. So it, it's incredibly, incredibly impressive. I don't know what, what's the secret to your creativity. Do you think? I don't know. You know, what I, I, I absolutely love what I do. You know, and mm. I, I speak for the band in that sense. You know, and I, I remember going to see different bands. I won't mention who they are over the years. You know, who would be kind of going around a, a, a long time. And it looks like they're going through the motions, you know, that, that it's a job and they're kind of slogging through a gig and they have a point on stage and they take a mouthful of a point between songs. And, and it's really, it's a horrible to see. It's I think it's horrible to look at a band when they're at that stage, you know. But with us, we've always loved what we do and we've always had that enthusiasm for, for, mm. for doing, you know, for doing what we do. And, you know, because, as you said, because technology is changing all the time, trends and music is changing all the time, mm. there's always something fresh for us to do or something fresh for us to try. And fortunately, we've been able to, we've been able to kind of stay, you know, in some, in some way relevant to what, what, what's been happening, you know. Wow. Oh, well, listen, I have to just say thank you so much for, for the music and thank you so much for taking time to speak to you today. Chrissy Dignam of Aslan, thank you. Cheers. Thanks very much. Thanks and, a billion. Uh, God bless you and all, all your listeners out there. Thank you so much. I'd like to wish you continued success and lots of health, lots of love to you, Christy. You're a dose. Yes, thank you. God bless. <laughs> bye bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Oh, Chrissy Dignam of Aslan. What a wonderful man. And Aslan takes the stage at Dublin's Olympia Theatre on the 16th of March. Tickets are still available for that show. Now, yet to come on the show, Chris Bayo of Vampire Weekend shall be joining me. I also have the new one from the very brilliant Parquet Courts. But next, we go to Connor Irwin for the latest in music news. He shall be revealing the first confirmed Glastonbury headliner and shall be sharing with you the latest from Bruce Springsteen and Foles. Speaking of whom, I'm going to play for you this 
Nice, great one from their 2013 album, Holy Fire. This is Out of the Woods from Foles on Nova. Joining us to bring us up to date on the latest in music news is Connor Irwin of Radio Nova. We just heard the brilliant track Out of the Woods from Foles. 
And Connor has news from the band. Hey, Connor. Hey, Sinead. How's it going? Yeah, we've had a great week here, haven't we, with the Radiothon and all that. But there has been so much good music news around as well. Fresh from Rockin' the Three Arena there a few nights ago, uh, Foles say they need to take a break before their next album. They released What Went Down in August of last year. And Yanis, uh, frontman from the Foles, said, We've only just put out a record, so I think we're afforded to take some time off. I think we need to take a break. He says it's hard to predict how long that's going to be. We could even start writing again tomorrow. So you don't really know, but he's saying that they could need a break. He has previously said that the band isn't going to be around forever, uh, which is a sad thing for fans, and they were brilliant in the three arena. But uh, he says that they've kind of carried on longer than they expected anyway, so that's good. No, say it ain't so. A world without Yanis and the music of Foles. I just cannot bear to think about it. On now to better news and Glasto. We can stop speculating as to one of the headlining acts now, can't we, Connor? It's Coldplay, unsurprisingly. We kind of knew that was going to happen. They are the first band to headline the Pyramid stage four times. Uh, They've done it in 2002, 2005 and 2011. Uh, The other big rumours for headlining, Muse and Adele, but hot on their heels, Foo Fighters, Oasis, Daft Punk and Radiohead. Also in there uh, is Fleetwood Mac, Block Party, Blur, The Stone Roses and Ed Sheeran as well. And of course we got the great news that ELO have been confirmed for the Legends slot at this year's festival. Yeah, Jeff Lynne, man of the moment. Now it was revealed recently that Bruce Springsteen was in the throes of writing his first ever autobiography. What's the latest there, Connor. Yeah, finally for now, great news for fans of Bruce Springsteen, obviously with the gigs and all that, but he's going to release a new autobiography. It's going to be called Born to Run, and it's coming out September 27th in hardback, ebook, and audiobook. He says he began writing the book back in 2009, and he feels now at the age of 66, the time is right to release it. A book that I cannot wait to read, I have to say. Me and you both, Connor. Well, Connor Irwin, thanks so much for bringing us up to date on all the latest amusing news. Cheers, Sinead. Chat to you next week. Now it's over to you, Greg Gochran. What great new music do you have in store for us this week on Nova? Thanks, Sinead. New music this week? Well, you'll know his current hit. We're playing it a lot here in Nova. It's S.O.B., son of a bitch. Uh, Nathaniel David Rateliff, uh, described by his record company as folk-based, pensive songwriting. Well, he was until he formed the Night Sweats. Soulful R&B, I think you can call it, uh, about three years ago. Hot on the heels of Son of a Bitch is another new song from Nathaniel Rateliff and the Night Sweats. And here's the hook. I need never get old. I need never get old. Chance to be a fine thing. That will do it for us this week. New music, as always, brought to you by the new Renault Fluence, Passion for Life. Thanks, Greg. Another great one. And I have a great new one for you from New York Quartet Parquet Courts. Also coming up on backstage, bass player of Vampire Weekend, Chris Bale, will be chatting to me. This is Radio Nova. Backstage on Radio Nova.